The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Tuesday morning and appreciate your support. Everybody in the chat room, Good morning to you guys, uh, Eric and Don and Natalie, Brian, Ken and Renee and Lee and Sean and Mr. Galaxy Man. <laughs> How's America burning today? Hopefully the fires are out, but uh, you can never tell what the agent provocateurs and the money behind them. Joy overflowing. Good to see you uh, all the way from Denmark. Uh, and uh, Linnell and Bori and Cece have joined in. We've got uh, Troy and uh, a couple other people in chat that I see as of yet, and I only see it from a couple of the platforms. Actually, I see it from all of them, but uh, I only notice the names. Jennifer, good to see you, uh, of those who are in there have actually commented. So we appreciate your support. You guys from Red State Talk Radio, thank you for joining us too. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com, as well as sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, I'm going to be showing some video. You'll be able to hear the audio. The radio audience will be, and um, showing you some articles from a little while back, uh, in just a moment. So if you want to join us for that, you can do so. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down right there on the right. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. And uh, just enlarge that uh, as you hover over it. You can also catch us, the live video feed, on our Twitter account at FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. That's connected with our Periscope account. Um, we're back on LinkedIn. Now, these knuckleheads over there are trying to do the same thing that Facebook's doing, the same thing that YouTube is doing. Um, they removed me over at LinkedIn. You probably even haven't heard about people being link- removed. This is my second time. And I got a thing saying, well, if you violate our terms of service, well, I didn't violate their terms of service. They just didn't like the way I said something. I said, the president and Congress and the doctors are all lying to us. That was my show. And they didn't like, oh, that's, I guess they think that's unprofessional, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't care if it's professional or not. It's the truth. They've been lying to us and now they're admitting they've lied to us. So we can call it, we can try to dress it up. We can put the lipstick on the pig all we want, and it's really lying. That's what it is, okay? Again, FPPT, uh, FPPTM on Twitter. You can watch the video feed, our Periscope account, Setting Brush Fires. Facebook at Bradley Dean SOL. 
YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. You can catch us on BeforeIt'sNews.com every weekday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. And then Bradley's on in the afternoon there at 3 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And then finally, you can catch us on DLive.TV at the Sons of, the Sons of Liberty. Also, Spreely Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.Life, if you're on any of those platforms, please look, us, please look us up at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. And I can already tell they've put the kibosh on our video feed because it's dropped in half. Um, and I know some people have made comments, well, your introduction is too long. Well, look, well, this isn't a video that's made like some people script theirs and they put their thing in and it's, you know, a three to 20 minute video about something. This is a radio show uh, as well as the video. We just give you the video portion. If you'd like to call in, the number's at the bottom of the right hand of the screen for those of you who are viewing. 215-TALK-TALK, 215-867-8255. Please stick to the topic. We're not doing Chinese buffet, so stick to the topic. Or 215-867-8255. I'll repeat that somewhere in the middle of the show in case you want to make a comment. Love to hear from you. I mean, I I love to hear from the listeners um, something you might have to say, something you might have to add, uh, or anything like that. We'd appreciate you calling in. And, yes, if if you dissent with me, if you disagree with me, Happy to give you opportunity. Anybody knows that I will, I'll be happy to do that, okay? Um, okay, so I want to hit a couple of things before I get to our main topic, which is a white guy, okay? Now, look, I believe the Scripture is very clear. There's no such thing as race. That is evolutionary kind of thinking. There's one race. It's called the human one, okay? The Bible tells us that God, man, God made man out of one blood. Now, he set their boundaries as far as jurisdictions of nations there's no question about that but he made all men of one blood we go back to two people adam and eve i don't care what your skin color is i don't care what your hair looks like how slanted your eyes are or not slanted uh, any of the facial features or any of that kind of stuff god made us all different because he's the creator he didn't make the rainbow out of one color did he no he did not He didn't make all the animals look alike. No, he did not. He made people different. And nobody is any less human or made in the image of God because their skin color is different. I mean, they're just not. So let's get that out of the way right here, okay? If you believe in actual racism, if you actually believe that, you are believing contrary to the Word of God, period. You are. Unless you're distinguishing the races of the spiritual, those who are in Adam and those who are in Christ. That's it. But as far as the physical, there is no such thing as that. There's ethnicities. People come from different cultures, different backgrounds, different countries. No question about that. But let's get that out of the way first. I am not here to promote racism. And when I say there's a white guy there, you know what I mean. He's light-skinned. Everybody wanted to make him about skin. I'm just going to show you the same things happening to white people, too. Except, in the case of the white people, nobody goes and burns down buildings. You know why they do that? Because they're paid to come in and do that. They're agent provocateurs. Now, I'm going to get to that in just a second, okay? Let me, let me give you this. The latest news out is that President Trump <laughs> is saying Antifa will be designated... Uh, the United States of America will be designating Antifa as a terrorist organization. How is that, Mr. President? And, and let me, look, I'm not against doing that. 
but they're not an organized thing. They're kind of like, oh, I don't know, the jihadis, right? They, they get into a situation. They're not, they don't wear a uniform. They, they don't represent a nation state. They're, they're this amorphous thing. It's the perfect thing for, for the boogeyman. Now, look, they're Antifa guys, and I've seen them out. They claim they're anti-fascist while they're fascists themselves. So this is going to tie in right with what I'm saying, okay? First of all, the president has no authority to do that. That is Congress's job. They're the ones to legislate, and therefore they are the ones who have to designate this. Remember, we've been trying to get the Muslim Brotherhood, which is an organization, okay, with many front groups here in America, we've been trying to get them designated as a terror group for years. Has the president seen to that? Nope. Nope, they just continue doing what they're doing. They continue to support jihadis in Congress. They continue to do that. But the president, like his thing about issuing tariffs on Mexico, has no constitutional authority to impose that. Do I think it needs to be done? Yeah, but you're going to have to be very careful about that because, again, it's not an organization. How about we do this, Mr. President? How about we take the guy who forgave you 315 or $20 million for your building, George Soros, how about we start designating him a terrorist, uh, a, a domestic, or a terror, uh, an enemy to America? How about we do that, and then we cut off all the funding to all these groups? How about we do that? Would that be too much to ask? Would it be too much to ask to you, for you to demand Congress uh, declare that George Soros is an enemy to America, and that we're going to seize his assets, and we're going to cut off the we're going to cut off the bloodline here, the funding to these. These people who are getting paid on the streets. We've seen the videos. Come on, people. That money's coming from somewhere. And it isn't from themselves. Some of these people don't even look like they probably have jobs. Why isn't that being done? Now, again, I agree with the sentiment here. But one, he doesn't have authority. And two, it's not going to stop the problem here. Okay? The same thing happened, I told you yesterday... At Ferguson, Missouri. And in Ferguson, Missouri, what happened? We had the video of the young man out there saying, look, I've been over here. Okay? I've been over here, and the, they're paying people to go out and start trouble. They're paying provocateurs to get in the midst of people who are peacefully protesting, rightfully so, something they believe in. Now, look. We've seen the video. We, we've seen some of the things of what went on with the Michael Brown thing. Personally, as far as I'm concerned, I, from what I see, um, I think that was a justified issue. This issue here that we're dealing with in Minneapolis, there's a lot of questionable stuff. I'm going to probably see if I can put out a Freedom of Information Act to get all of the uh, video from any body cams, any uh, cameras that were seized or any of this stuff so that we can put together because I've seen a, no a number of things that make me question whether some things were staged. I'm not saying somebody didn't die. Uh, we have uh, Steve Richardson, who's an EMT. He writes at sonsoflibertymedia.com. He has a friend who was actually one of the guys who picked up the body, and he says, the guy's dead. Not saying that, okay? So don't take me wrong here. But I watched some video, and it made me, con it made me concerned because there were different angles that were up. And um, in those angles, it looked like people were switching places. 
but they're clips, so I can't speak authoritatively to that. Uh, in any case, we have this you know, president saying that uh, he's going to do this. Um, these people were doing this when he was running for election. Why are you doing it now? Oh, that's right. It's an election year, right? It's an election year. Look at all the stuff that's coming now. Oh, well, Tim, you don't know. Q has told us, and Q is God, and he must know what things. Now, I know people don't believe that, but they're acting like it. They're so filled with hope porn that they can't think critically about what's going on. And they sit back when they should be standing up and calling out the lawlessness of this administration and the states as well. It's amazing to me that the people are calling out the tyranny of the COVID-19 nonsense hoax lockdown. They're calling that out, and then they turn right around and say, yep, we're just fine with the president sending in the National Guard, which he has no authority to do in the Constitution. That's Congress's job. And National Guard isn't even mentioned in there. This is what somebody said it was a, a fake legal theory. But we've allowed it to go on because we didn't hold to the Constitution. All right? Now we got Governor Tim Walls sending his troops and the National Guard down the streets, as I showed you yesterday, firing paintballs into people's houses. I'm telling you what, you do that around here in rural South Carolina, you do some crap like that, you're going to have some officers dead in the street. I'm just telling you. Because ain't nobody going to know the difference between a paintball being fired at them until it hits them and then in the moment reacting. I'm just telling you. They do this in the cities where they are pushing people towards Agenda 21, and that's where they want people to go. This is a global agenda. And if you're here on Wednesdays, you know this administration continues to push the global agenda of the UN in education of your children. Excuse me indoctrination of your children. You know it. We've presented all the documents, and the president has signed off on it. His wife supports it. His daughter supports it. You can sit here and pull the wool over your eyes, stick your head in the sand all you want to. It continues on with this administration. You are being hoodooed. And there's a question about how China is involved in this. I'm not even going to get into that. I had a long conversation with Kate Shimarani, our health and wellness expert from the U.K., and what's going on in the U.K. You know, they don't even have—she was telling me that she's going to London this Friday. We're going to see if we can get her live maybe on the show when she goes. They don't even have those dudes. You know, they're supposed to stand out in front of the gate, and they got the big bushy hat thing on. The crest is gone from there, from the gates, and she said there's an Asian guy there. Now we have talk about China. Hey, bud, I'm going to get to it. I'm leading up to that. This Antifa stuff and all of the stuff. The point is, is this. Antifa is not the target. Rioters and looters are not the target. Joe, thank you, Mr. Troll. Appreciate you giving us a, a little comment there that helps us get out to other people. We appreciate that, man. All of that is not the target. You're the target. Joe, you're the target. Bud, you're the target. All you people who in America, you're the target. Not these people. Where do you see the arrest of rioters and looters? I just want to ask the question, where do you see all of that? No, you see cops going away from all of that. They won't run to it. They're cowards. They won't run to it. What they do is they walk down your streets, just like they did in Boston after the Boston Marathon, 
They terrorize the people with their guns and tell you to come out of your house or, in this case, in Minneapolis, get in your house or we'll fire, we'll fire paintballs at you. You're the target. Now, I'd say that to set this up. We saw the video last week there in Minneapolis. And again, I'd like to get the full body cams. I'd like to get the cameras around them so we can piece together exactly what happened and how this situation occurred. Because I got to tell you, I watched a video last night where some people were bringing in clips that were put out by the news, and some of them just didn't match. I'm just going to tell you. Two guys pulling George Floyd out of his car. Then the next shot is one guy walking him around the corner while the other guy who was supposed to have taken him out is all the way over here on the sidewalk. And I wanted to see what goes on here. So we're going to see what happens with that. Um, I've got uh, Jeremy on the line. We're going to take him before I get to this guy that you probably have never heard about. He's a white guy who was killed almost in the same fashion that George Floyd was in 2016. And we'll get to him in a second. Uh, let me take Jeremy's call here. Jeremy, are you there? Yes. Hey, what, what's your comment or question? Well, and unfortunately, my name is not Jeremy. It's just under another phone plan. My name okay. is DC. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, I live in the Twin Cities. That was not. That was not just a a paintball or a a paint gun. That was a, a disbursement canister that is filled with paint. So when it hits, it hits hard. Um, and they were on their own property. We had a stay-at-home order, not a stay-inside order, and they were on their own property, literally on their own front porch, and somebody targeted them, a, a police officer targeted them, shot them, and demanded that they get inside, which is unlawful. They they were on their own property. Um, we have had very peaceful protests throughout the cities and there are still attacks on them. The George Floyd uh, memorial was actually destroyed two nights ago by law enforcement when they forced people to flee, which is why it was brought out to the street and the circle of flowers was brought around as a sacred space to them. And I realize that you talk about Jesus Christ and religion on your scope and wherever else you're live. I am pagan. At this point, it doesn't matter about religion. It doesn't matter about race. We need to stand up and defend people that for 400 years were dragged into this country we forced them into creating what we have now, and now we're killing them on the street. And here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, there have been riots and fires and damage. There's a photo and video of a law enforcement officer instigating damage on the first night of our riots. And he walked into third precinct. Yeah, no, he walked I, in there. No police stopped him. 
Right. No, I, I appreciate your comment, and thank you for uh, clarifying that uh, as the canisters and things of that nature. Now, the reason that we speak about Jesus Christ and, quote-unquote, religion, if you will, uh, is because that's our foundations of our country. The Bible is the bedrock of, our, of, the, of the republic. Uh, long when America was established— um, that is the main I part. don't care about that. I'm pagan. Hang on, hang on. Okay, we're going to have to mute you. I, I let you talk. I let you talk, okay? And I'm going to respond to that because it has everything to do with it. And this is the part you don't understand. The reason that you're thinking the way you are, you can say you're pagan, but you're borrowing from the Christian worldview, Okay. And the Christian worldview says you shall not murder. It doesn't say about your color. It says you shall not murder. Okay? It talks about treating people with due process, two or three witnesses against the person. So it has everything to do with it, man. So I let you talk. I told you I would do that. I appreciate your input. And if you want to hang on and you want to listen there or you want to listen elsewhere, I appreciate those things. But this has everything to do with it because our Constitution, like it or not, we can talk about the Freemasonry. We can talk about the Hellfire Club that Benjamin Franklin was a part of. We can talk about all of that stuff. And yet there was the Christian influence that led even to our Constitution. But our founding document, our really founding document was the Mayflower Compact. And that is explicit. And when you say it doesn't matter, it has everything to do with it, man. I mean, it just has everything to do with it. Now, I don't want to get off the topic. I appreciate your call, uh, DC. I believe that's how you said that I should say instead of Jeremy. I appreciate your call, and I appreciate your input, and thank you for clarifying what was used there. Here's the thing. I set all of this stuff up, okay, to bring you to this. There was a guy back in 2016. You probably have not heard of his name. His name is Tony Tempa. Okay, Tony Tempa. This happened in Texas. Here was the report. One night, one muggy night in August 2016, Tony Tempa began to panic. A beefy redhead who grew up in Rockwell, the 32-year-old executive had driven his Mercedes. <laughs> so he wasn't, you know, some guy just off the street. I mean, obviously he's... He's an executive. He's driving a Mercedes, for goodness sake. To a seedy stretch of West Mockingbird Lane to the parking lot of a porn store. Okay. Does that mean he should be killed? No. Does that mean he should be treated as I'm fixing to show you? No. From there, he called 911 and said he was afraid and needed help. In less than an hour, he was dead. For months, what happened to Tempa remained a mystery to his family and friends. A heart attack? A drug overdose? Murder? Well, it's clear that when I show you the video, it's going to be clear they were doing almost the same thing. One guy, one of these cops, you're going to see it in a second. One of these cops has his full body weight with his knees in the, mid, in the, in the upper back of Tony Tempa. You're going to see it in just a minute. And those of you listening by radio, you're going to hear what goes on. The officers joke about how he's out cold. They joke about giving him a cocktail. In other words, um, it's a, it's some kind of a sedative. The guy's out. Okay? And his mother started asking questions and says he, she found herself stonewalled at every turn. Well, yeah, because the cops killed him. That's what they did. And there's a lot more here than there were in Minneapolis. An acquaintance of her sons contacted the Dallas Morning News seeking answers. The people who know most about what happened to Tempa, the Dallas Police Department, won't say. 
Uh, is this the same Dallas Police Department that was sort of complicit in the JFK assassination? Yeah, kind of standing back out of the way, letting the feds go in a place they shouldn't have been. The news has spent more than a year examining Tampa's or Tampa's death and fighting for public records with the city of Dallas and Dallas County. Both have repeatedly blocked the release of any information about the police call on August 10th, 2016, citing a continuing investigation. Delay, 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 deny, right? I mean, this is the way it works. All right. So what happened to him? What, what, what happened to this Tony Tempa? Uh, you're saying it's very similar to George uh, Floyd. Well, folks, let me just play you the video. And those of you listening, you'll hear some of the comments. On August 10th, 2016, 32-year-old Tony Tempa called 911 for help. He was off his mental health medication and had taken drugs. He told the dispatcher. Now, I'm not saying he's... You got any name on him or anything? Right, Tony's only Watch what happened. Help me! Tony! Hey, get on the ground. No, you're going to kill me. I'm not going to kill you. Listen you're to gonna him. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. Now, he's on the ground. When Dallas police officers arrived, Temple was already handcuffed by private security guards at a store on Mockingbird Lane. The Dallas Morning News recently obtained police body camera footage of a, after a three-year battle for records and a court and a judge's ruling in federal court. Look at him. He's on the ground. He's no threat to anybody. Now watch what they do. He's restrained in a controversial position for more than 13 minutes. It's very similar to what you saw in Minute in Minneapolis. Hey, you're okay. Except the guy's okay. on his back. You're okay. With him restrained, an officer jokes about the upscale address uh, listed on his ID. Yacht club in Rockwall. That's close to Tony. Will you let me go, please? Hey, Tony. We're trying to help you out, man. Just relax. <laughs> Officers attempt to replace the handcuffs put on Tempa by private security officers. They also restrain Tempa's feet. I'm gonna try to look at the guy. Toes. He's got his knees. All of his weight is yeah. in the guy's back, the upper portion of his back, where your lungs are, right beneath. One asked about a Green Oaks cocktail special and an apparent reference to a sedative used at Green Oaks Hospital, a private psychiatric facility in Dallas. Get a Green Oaks cocktail special. Yeah. It is. Officers continue to apply pressure to his back. Officers start to ask him if he's okay. He was scrumming a little too much. You all right, bud? He's going to be all right. He's barely even moving now. I thought he nodded yes to your question. Tony. 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 He's breathing. Tony. I'll I'll make sure you're still breathing. Yeah. (laughs) His nose is buried in there. I think he's just... He's completely disordered. (laughs) 
Tony. He's out cold. What the fuck? Yeah, he's out cold because you got your knee in his back with all your weight on it. Yeah, he's asleep. The officers crack jokes about waking Tempa. A paramedic administers a powerful sedative. Tony. Tony! Tony! Back to school. Wake up. <laughs> I don't want to go to school. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to miss, Mom. I'm going to miss, Mom. First day, you can't be late. Tony. We bought your new shoes for the first day of school. Come on. <laughs> I made mean, breakfast, scrambled eggs, your favorite. <laughs> With waffles. Waffles. Fruity tooty fruity waffles. And then they're going to give him this oh, sedative. You'll watch him give him the sedative. The guy's out. What is their need for sedative? I don't know. He just got quiet. All of a sudden, just... Dokens, thank you for being a troll oh, and jumping in here. We appreciate your support because what you're doing is helping us get the video out to more people. Thank you very much. Obviously, Dokens is an evolutionist guy. They put him on a gurney. His body is limp, his eyes partially open. Officer Dustin Dillard asks if Tempa is breathing. <laughs> Can't well, tell he it. Knocked out or he ain't dead, is he? Nah, he just moves. Oh, okay. I think. Well, he didn't just die down there, did he? I don't think he did. Is he breathing? Well, I hope I didn't kill him. I love how this became a weed. Yeah. We ain't friends. <laughs> Once in the ambulance, paramedics notify the officers that Timba Timpa is not breathing. He's not breathing? Nope. Oh shit. Fire. Yeah. First you say it, then you do it, don't you do? I've got her his mom on the phone and she knows all this stuff. He's dead. He's what? He's dead. Well, um... Now they just told you, they just told these cops, he, he, he's what? Now you can just see, <laughs> you can just see these cops probably getting together. Now how are we going to get this together? How are we going to straighten this out? This is human nature. It's just going to be human nature. Okay? I got to ask you something. Those of you who watch the video, some of you are listening by radio. You watch the video. How do you justify that? You've got the guy in handcuffs. You've got him on the ground. So he wanted to sit up on his bottom. What's the big deal? He wasn't a threat to anyone. He wasn't running away. And you've got what? It looked like I counted about five officers around joking, laughing, while the other one is putting all his weight right into the middle of his back, the upper portion of his back, or the middle of the part there. What is the deal here? And he's saying, you're going to kill me. If, if you do this, you're going to kill me. It, sure, he didn't say, I can't breathe. But it was clear that he was having a hard time breathing. And then we have 
The trolls come in. Oh, you're comparing this to George Floyd? Yes, I am. Same kind of authority doing what they're doing. Acting like they're there to help the person. Or save the society or whatever it is. And they end up killing a guy. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you. If Tony Tempa had have had dark skin, this would have been national news and everybody in America would have heard about it. You know it as well as I do. They would have heard about it. But because it's white officers with a white guy and they kill him the same way, it's this. So I, I ran across this article um, the other day and I normally don't get into all these uh, these people. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the the chick's name was. She had some funky hair. It was different colored and stuff like that. And she, I guess she's some kind of, I don't know, music or an actress person. I don't watch any of that. So I don't know. Um, but she came out and said that she was sick of hearing about when people talk about black lives matter, other people come up and they say all lives matter. She goes, well, you're not being targeted. Look, I get that there, that we see the numbers in the way we do. That's because usually it's a minority. That's why they're called a minority uh, versus what comes out in among I guess the majority, which would be whites. But the issue is, is this. All lives do matter. All of them matter. This is why God gave the command, you shall not murder. He didn't say unless they're a Samaritan or unless they're, um, um, I'm trying to even think of some of the names out of the Old Testament right now. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. The Ites. Okay, we'll just call them the Ites. The Malachites, right? Any of the, you, you don't do it based on their ethnicity. You don't base it on their, you don't kill them if they're black. You don't kill them if they're yellow or red or white, right? You, you, you don't, you're not allowed to murder. That's the point. And so what authority do cops have to be engaged in the things that they're doing here in this video, as well as the one with George Floyd? What authority do they have to be putting knees in people's necks? Well, you can actually go, uh, there was a story out at Mint Press News about the training some of the police officers received come straight out of Israel. Now, we've talked about some of this and the tactics that they use. Knees to the neck are part of them. Now, you can like it or not like it, but it is a reality. And they have been used to train some of the police force with these kind of tactics. And so here's the, here's the question that I have. How long are you going to let this go on? How long are you going to let this go on? As far as I know, I don't know that it's going on in my neck of the woods here, in my county. Okay? All of the deputies, because sheriff's deputies are the ones who respond out here. All of them that I've ever dealt with for 30 plus years have been very cordial, very polite, I had not seen any of the, the only incident we had that I can remember actually made national news a couple of years ago where an older man got out of his truck at night, stepped out while the officer was there and went and reached in the back of his truck for his cane and the officer, it was dark. I mean, I can't blame, I can't really blame the officer at this. He reached for his cane, pulled it out and the guy thought it was a gun and shot him. And when he found out it was a cane, the guy was weeping. The sheriff's deputy was weeping. 
because he realized what had happened, but he couldn't tell the difference. You couldn't tell the difference either watching the video. And if you've seen the guy who gets his AR out and goes and kills the, um, the other sheriff's deputy, this was many years ago, you can see why somebody would respond that way. But here's the thing. You see what happened there. What's the difference, really? What's the difference? Different assumptions about somebody. True. Skin color's different. But the powers that are, that shouldn't be, just take it upon themselves to do what they do. They weren't enforcing the law. They weren't doing that. There was no violence here. There was no reason to be on the guy's back at all. He was already handcuffed. He was no threat to them. And yet, he was murdered right there on the police body cam video. Now, why weren't there riots after this? Why weren't there burning and looting? Why, why, is it, why wasn't that going on? Well, I think you know why. There was no money to be made. There was no power grab to be made because it was a, quote unquote, white guy. You see what I'm saying? Exactly right, Eric. There needs to be some training of these officers instead of just bringing them in to be agents of the state to take your money. Because that's what they are, for the most part. My son was speeding the other day. Got a ticket. You know how much a ticket is for? 440 bucks. And you know what? The cop was a jerk. Where are you going this morning, son, so fast? Well, I'm headed to church. I get off at this exit right here. You take a left, and it's right up there. The cop should have known that. And he goes, you expect me to believe that? I'm going to have a word with his superior over that today. Don't ask a question if you aren't wanting an answer. And the cop even followed my son afterwards till he got off at that exit and saw that he was telling him the truth. Then he pulled away. This is the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. We have people who don't know the law, so therefore they don't know what they're enforcing. They just pick and choose whatever they want to do. And don't get me wrong. I've got a police officer at our church. I brag on him all the time. And he is not one of these guys. He says, I'm not getting involved in anything unless people are actually breaking the law. Otherwise, I leave people alone because I'd want to be left alone. And I agree with that. So here's the question. How does this relate to all of these other things? Well, as, as you can see, the media will pick up one thing and they won't pick up another. And it's because it's, it's a trigger. It is, it, it is this thing that will ignite people. And then what they do is when people come out and protest something rightfully, I think the protest about George Floyd's death is a right thing. It's a right thing. I'd be there protesting it too. It's a right thing. It was a crime as to what happened there. Staged or not staged, whatever you want to think about that, it was a crime that happened there. A man was killed over nothing by a police officer who was obviously didn't know how to restrain himself. And he had police officers around him. I don't know why those other police officers haven't been charged as an accomplice. They didn't stop him from doing what he's doing. 
And you can bet your bottom dollar, if you or I did this right here, what we just saw with uh, Tony Tempa, if we did what uh, Derek Chauvin did to George Floyd, you can bet your bottom dollar we wouldn't have been let go. We would have been arrested on the spot and jailed. The whole thing that's going on in Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know, Loki. He did have his neck for eight minutes. Tony Tempa had his, had this police officer had his knee in his back in the middle, right where your lungs are, had it in his back for 13 minutes. Pressed down on the ground. Okay? So, again, if you or I were in this situation and we had done what these officers had done, we would have been immediately charged, immediately jailed, and probably given no bond or bail and had to face and stayed in there to whenever the judge could get to us and stayed in jail until whenever the thing, you know, the trial took place. Is this, does this sound like the weightier things of justice and mercy that Jesus talked about when he addressed the, the lawyers of the day? Because that's what they were. They were the lawyers. That's why they got so nitpicky with their language. Now, look, I agree with nitpickiness about if somebody says that you're saying something and you come and you say this, that, and the other. Uh, Dokens, I sleep just fine. Why? Because I'm making the same point. I guess you're having a problem with reality. But thank you for being a troll. And, and again, another comment helps us push the video out. We appreciate you very much. Uh, Dokens, <laughs> bringing in the narrative of Joy Floyd. Yes, I'm bringing it in. Did this basically the same thing. Same thing here. Hey, you you're got your head in the sand, or you don't have a handle on reality to see what's going on here. So with this happening, what is the end game of this? It's like I told you yesterday. You're the target. You're the target. I, I want to pull up um, a an article, and I didn't pull it up today. I, mean, I meant to pull it up this morning just so I would have it. This is from our friend um, Suzanne Hamner, and she had a piece of this. Now, it's very much like except Suzanne obviously has her own way of <laughs> expressing the things that she thinks about, which is good. I, and I appreciate it very much. She's done it for years and we appreciate that very much. But one of the things is, is she talks about the Hegelian dialectic and many people don't even get this. They don't even get it. Uh, our friend David Rizzolata has written a lot on this. This is what you're faced with. Those of you who think that you're going to be saved by President Trump, you, I'm just, I'm telling you, you got another thing coming. You just have another thing coming. Hegelian dialectic culminating to usher in further enslavement of the people. Here's what she writes. Our, our American society has changed. We're seeing a further distancing from the rule of law to the law to the rule of men. Of course, this has been happening for decades, more like over the last 160 years. However, the exponential trashing of the law is occurring right before our very uh, before our very lives. With the pandemic of coronavirus, we see that orders issued unto themselves with law enforcement officers enforcing these immoral, unconstitutional pseudo laws, their pretended legislation, that's what our founding fathers called them, against the populace. 
Their zeal for following orders is nothing less than what one would expect of the Hitler regime. And that's exactly right. Granted, there are several law enforcement officers in certain areas of the country that refuse to follow these unlawful edicts, but there are few and far between. And for those who stand up for your oath, we salute you and we support you in that. If you stand behind your oath, as soon as you get out from behind that and you start being a tyrant, you're going to get in our crosshairs. And I don't mean that with a gun. I mean, you're going to get in our crosshairs about being exposed for who you are. Now, the murder of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police is sparking a situation that plays in the hands of those who have enslaved much of the population with a scamdemic. Mm-hmm. Demonstrations are occurring in major cities around the country. She goes on and she said, it's the perfect storm of the Hegelian dialectic. The problem was created and fomented a.k.a. the continuation of race baiting. She's talking about the issue with George, George Floyd up there. It, look, it was a crime. It was a murder of him. I'm not saying anything different than that. But what I'm saying... Uh, some people just don't get it. Kyle, you're one of them, but thanks for the comment. The problem was created and fomented, a.k.a. the continuation of race baiting in order to keep the race war going. That's exactly what this is. See, again, you didn't see this with Tony Tempa, did you? But you see it with George Floyd. Both men were killed. They were murdered by cops, both of them, in almost the same fashion. And then you send in the agent provocateurs. Now, let me take it right back to the Antifa issue. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple of comments on Suzanne's uh, article here. President Trump wants to designate Antifa a terrorist group. Well, we already know they are. The problem is the president doesn't have that authority. That authority comes through Congress. This is something I constantly tell people. And yes, Kyle, you need to hear it too. The Constitution is not a set of, hey, um, we would like for you to uh, maybe follow the Constitution. No. The president and members of Congress take an oath before God and man to uphold the Constitution, which limits them, not you and me. It limits them. And just like tariffs, Trump doesn't have the authority to declare tariffs. That's Congress's job. Read Article 1. He doesn't have the right to declare this group a terrorist group. And again, how are you going to do that? Why don't we just go right to the head of the snake and cut it off and declare George Soros, the guy who's funding Antifa through his various groups, why don't we declare him an enemy of the state? I want to ask a question. Why haven't we taken a Navy SEAL team to him? Hmm? Or does that work to our advantage to leave him around? Is he giving too much money to different people? Is that what's going on? Again, go do your homework on the money borrowed through Soros from Donald Trump. Go do your homework on that. I believe it was the Chicago building that he built. Is it because there's money involved here? Hmm? I'm just asking. I showed you where he's forgiven billions of dollars by banksters because they deemed him, quote-unquote, more valuable alive than dead. And they said he was a promoter more than he was a CEO. Joni goes on to say, just as many white individuals or more are murdered by police, but that realism doesn't fit the agenda of the narrative, does it? 
Nope. It's, it's just about the black people. And as I told you at the start of the show, there's no such thing as race. You want to talk about race? There's one. It's the human one. It has red and yellow, black and white. They're precious in its sight. Many of you learned that song when you were little. Yep, it's true. It's absolutely true. And yet we keep the race war going with the people who want to come in and do this. Okay? The powers that be wait for the reaction, which is the societal unrest, and send in the provocateurs to initiate. Now, notice she used that word, initiate. Violence, riot, and loot. And loot, excuse me. Why? Because the people are upset. They're emotionally charged at what they saw. And they were demanding justice. The very thing that we promote here on the Sons of Liberty. The upholding of the law and justice for that. There was a reason they didn't immediately arrest these officers and charge Derek Chauvin with murder. They had it right there on the camera. And there's a reason they still haven't charged these other guys. They're still letting it foam in a little bit. Now, if you listen to Bradley yesterday, he and his family went down to Minneapolis and they said, yeah, there were some areas that were burned. But when you look on the television, it looks like the whole city's on fire. And that's how they promote it. But it's happening in little pockets around the country. Are you telling me? <laughs> are you telling me that many of these people who are involved in this thing, who somehow are happy to play their Xbox or their PlayStation or whatever all day and get their welfare checks and do all the stuff that they're doing, are all of a sudden motivated to go out and do this just on their on the whim? The rioting and the looting part. I'm not talking about the protests. I think good-minded, good-natured, and uh, lawful people are upset when there's no justice brought. No, those people come out, and they make peaceful protests, and they call for justice, and they call for the officers to be arrested, and they call for them to have justice administered to them on behalf of the victim. That's a good and a right thing. But then they send in the agent provocateurs, and we saw it in Ferguson— We've seen it in other places, getting paid to go break windows, start a scuffle, do a skirmish. This is nothing new. Anybody remember what happened with Jesus? You remember that? You remember that? That's right. Pharisees and Sadducees, mortal enemies, completely different worldviews. One believes in afterlife, one doesn't. One is, you know, God is sovereign. The other one is, oh, there isn't a God. They come together for a common goal, and that is to destroy the one calling out their lawlessness. That's what Jesus was doing. He was calling out their lawlessness. Same thing that we're doing here at the Sons of Liberty. It's the same thing. And Jesus was targeted because he called out their lawlessness when they said, we are the law. We determine the law. Read Matthew 23. The woes that Jesus pronounced upon those guys. This is why it's hard to... I mean, I'm sure there are some good attorneys out there. I'm sure there are. Finding them is like a needle in a haystack. Because they act in the same manner as the people that Jesus condemned. Same manner. 
And he did condemn them. Listen to what Joni has to say. The powers that be wait for the reaction, which is a societal unrest, and send the provocateurs to initiate violence, riot, and loot. Then the stage is set for the powers to be, who shouldn't be, to provide the solution. Did you get that? What's the solution in this area, in this arena? Oh, we're going to put in martial law, basically. There's a curfew. As soon as you start doing stuff like that, that's martial law. There's a curfew. You've got to be in your house or whatever the case. You've got to be on your property, whatever the case may be. And you know what's interesting? These cops, if you saw the video yesterday, you can catch the show yesterday. Go back to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can see it there yesterday, and the video is played. These cops are not going and arresting rioters and looters. They're nowhere to be seen in that mess. They're like the cops in the L.A. riots. They desert it. Why? Because they, they care about their own lives more than they do about the people. Cowards. Bradley's talked about greater love has no man than this to lay down his life for his friends. Okay, even if it's not your friend. Anybody remember the Good Samaritan? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Guy was the mortal enemy of the Jew, the Samaritan was. He's a half-breed, if you will. You want to, somebody probably get into the race mix with that. And yet he cared for the man. He wasn't his friend, but he was a friend to him. And he loved him. And he cared for him. I want to ask you something, cops, up there in Minneapolis, in California, in New York, in Atlanta, wherever you're at, where all this stuff's going. Are you running to the fire or are you running away from it? Are you running to the fire or are you running away from it? What are you doing? This is the problem. The stage is set, says Joni, to set the powers to be to provide the solution, the initiation of martial law in the major cities experiencing unrest. Martial law will then be extended to entire states, regions, and the United States as a whole. That's exactly what's coming. That's exactly what's coming. Again, we got some people who have jumped into chat uh, trolling a little bit. Yeah, some people in the church are hypocrites. Uh, Dabakin, Daba Cannabis, sorry, <laughs> 420. Some people are hypocrites in the church. There's no question. Jesus called them out. Read Matthew 23. Over and over he says, woe to you hypocrites. That's what he was saying. I don't deny that. But there are hypocrites right outside the church too. Yep, lots of them. Maybe more so than in the church. But the the command to both of us, whether we're in the church or outside the church, is to repent. Put our faith in Jesus Christ and obey God. You want to see freedom and liberty thrive here? You're going to have to get back to that. That was the foundations. That's what I started off with. You're going to have to do it. Tomorrow's Rotten to the Core Wednesday with Lynn Taylor. Hope to see you then, 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. See ya.